Hello, my name is Benjamin Leonardo Jacobs, and I'm the owner and creator of Subliminal Message Studios. It is September 4th, 2022. We have a lot of stuff to get to today, ladies and gentlemen. So without a shadow of a doubt, let's get to this, guys. It's an emergency. Yes, sir. You look like you could use a drink. Yes. Yes, thanks. Eddie Barzoon, Eddie Barzoon. Ah, oh, I nursed him through two divorces, a cocaine rehab, and a pregnant reception. God's creature, right? God's special creature? And I've warned him, Kevin. I've warned him every step of the way. Watching him bounce around like a fucking game, like a wind-up toy. Like 250 pounds of self-serving greed on wheels. The next thousand years is right around the corner, Kevin. And Eddie Barzoo, take a good look. Excuse me. Because he's the poster child for the next millennium. These people, it's no mystery where they come from. You sharpen the human appetite to the point where it can split atoms with its desire. You build egos the size of cathedrals, fiber optically connect the world to every eager impulse, grease even the dullest dreams with these dollar green, gold-plated fantasies until every human becomes an aspiring emperor, becomes his own god. And where can you go from there? Hey, wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. And as we're scrambling from one deal to the next, who's got his eye on the planet? As the air thickens, the water sours. Even the bees' honey takes on the metallic taste of radioactivity. And it just keeps coming faster and faster. There's no chance to think, to prepare. It's buy futures, sell futures, when there is no future. We got a runaway train, boy. We got a billion Eddie Barzooms all jogging into the future. Every one of them getting ready to fist fuck God's ex-planet lick their fingers clean as they reach out toward their pristine kybernetic keyboards to tote up their fucking billable hours. And then it hits home. You gotta pay your own way, Eddie. It's a little late in the game to buy out now. Give me your watch. What? I like this watch. You think you're just gonna have to try and take it? Your belly's too full, your dick is sore, your eyes are bloodshot, and you're screaming for someone to help. But guess what? There's no one there! You're all alone, Eddie. You're God's special little creature. Maybe it's true. Maybe God threw the dice once too often. What we are seeing right now is like dominoes that have been put into place and we're seeing them fall down one after the other. And it was really during the 1960s when this plan of physical restraint and physical uh, depopulation went into, went into effect, especially right here in America. Not to say that the end game wasn't always to kill and genocide massive amounts of people through slow kill and democide, but America in particular had a very, very special reckoning coming from these elites because they did make a promise to their fathers and their grandfathers that they would bring down the one country that defeated them back in 1776, defeated them 
in the 1800s and the 1900s with the Civil War and then with the Industrial Revolution. And now, ladies and gentlemen, what we're seeing, like I was saying before, is nothing more but dominoes have been put into place. The 1960 Black Code, where they're trying to subject, where they force the middle class, where they started forcing the middle class into impoverished public housing and impoverished public apartments, you know what I mean? Striving out and starving out and getting rid of and getting rid of uh, um, certain culturalism that brings families together, psychologically brainwashing women into believing that independence is working, uh, uh, working 24 hours a day and never seeing your family, never growing and becoming uh, uh, what a what a what a woman uh, is, ladies and gentlemen. And it went even further than that with the LGBT programs uh, that were brought mainly in. Uh, honestly, if you guys want to know where that LGBTQ first group came from, it actually came from right here in Omaha, Nebraska, uh, particularly Nebraska, not real Omaha, but Nebraska, uh, back in 1974, with a group full of students that first started advocating for. Uh, gay rights, uh, gay marriage, and stuff like that, and then it, it really spawned from out of there. You know what I mean? But what we're seeing now is the introduction of everything that they put in the past. Like I was saying before, the 1960 Black Codes introduced the people and got the people acclimated, especially the poor communities and the communities that were soon to be just like the poor communities, like the middle class. And they wanted to start subjugating and brainwashing the citizens of America to think that if you are in public housing, then it's just this, it's just the state's right and their authority to kick in your door and take everything that you have if you have up. Let's say if you've been saving up uh, some money. Well, they think you're running drugs. And this happened a lot back in the 1960s, 1970s, 1980s, 1990s. It still happens uh, a little bit today, but not so much back then because the acclimatization to the citizens of America is already there. But back then they used to kick in doors and um, you know what they claimed is gang communities and they kick in their doors and they mainly go after the legal citizens that they knew they had guns and they'd take away their guns. It happened all the time in Compton and uh, Venice and Venice Beach in Los Angeles. It happened a lot in the California and the Democratic run states. Not so much in the uh, red states because there's a lot more of the you will get your ass shot if you try to take my guns away and thank God for that. But then you see the, the, the push over into the Patriot Act, ladies and gentlemen. And there was all these conspiracy theorists, you know, or what they would be calling conspiracy theorists. You remember Ron Paul calling out the Patriot Act and saying, this is going to be used one day, mark my words, against the American people. And we can all remember the gifts and the gaffes of terrorism terrorists it's terrorists it's domestic terrorists it's terrorists it's terrorists it's terrorists you know and and then lo and behold lo and behold the fbi is warning of uh domestic terrorism being the top threat right domestic terrorism right-wing extremists being the top a top threat and then boom like that the fbi introduces bulletin after bulletin psychologically programming the American people into believing that your neighbor is a terrorist because he has a Gettysburg flag outside of his house. He has the American flag outside of his house. He believes in the Second Amendment. He's a Christian. That's one that they really, really, really hate. So then, bam, just like that, after 9-11, people are acclimated to think there's terrorists everywhere. 
But then you have these conspiracy theorists that are calling out and they're saying the NSA, the FBI are tracking our personality traits and they're tracking what we do on the internet and they're tracking our bank accounts, right? And they're saying, and, and we are being called conspiracy theorists for saying they're doing it legal. This is the same thing that the Nazis put into place before they started rounding up all the Jews. You guys don't think that the Nazis, the Third Reich, just started rounding up all those Jews illegally, do you? No, they put certain things and certain legislation legislations into law. So when it came down to them rounding up the Jewish population in Germany, in particular in Ukraine and uh, other parts of Europe, well, it was already law, especially when they invaded Poland. Well, when they invaded Poland, all they had to do is, well, you, we, we are conquered, we've conquered you, so you have to subjugate yourself to our laws, and we've made it legal to round up Jews. It's, this is how these elites work. We have to understand, like, just like the 1960s Black Codes, and then the Patriot Act introduced, and then, boom, what do we have now? The FBI and uh, the Democrats are issuing legislation and laws to round up uh, uh, domestic terrorists because they're right-wing extremists, they're Christians, they're gun owners. And now the definition of terrorism is aimed towards right-wingers, Christians, gun owners. So you can look back at the Patriot Act and they don't have to put any kind of new laws into legislation. They just have to label and marginalize a population. They already have all the laws to round up this marginalized population into effect. They just needed to label it. So now the FBI is moving to that. The DOJ, the deep state, the military industrial complex, and the uh, fourth industrial, fourth industrial government is moving towards act the acclimatization of people getting brainwashed and sucker punched into thinking that it's okay if my neighbor is getting SWAT team because it's not going to be me. I'm double backs. I support Black Lives Matter. I've done everything right. But what you don't understand is it was only so far, it was only until the Nazis were getting fed up around the Jews that they started going after the Muslims in countries. And then they were going after the blacks and the Mexicans and all this other and other and other and other countries. That's why they shifted into Argentina. You know, the Fourth Reich never died. They just went in Argentina, deep in deep Argentina. You can find cities or you can find villages in Argentina. They're all white, all white. I'm not. This is not a lie. All white. They're pure, you know, pure white, pure blue, and stuff like that. They know there's a, there's a, a very distinct matter if you're colored and you go in their community, you are less than them. This is this is not a game, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's really not. And all this has been built up. These stages have been built up like dominoes, one after the other, falling right in front of us. And over time, like I said. The acclimatization has been there where people are now brainwashed and thinking that if you open up your door with a firearm and the cops draw a gun on you and they're about to shoot you and you know that and if you get into a firefight with them, well then they'll just put it on mainstream media saying, oh well, well, well our cop acted, um, you know what I mean, acted um, uh, 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 professionally because the acclimatization with the police is already there as well. They've already been militarized, especially after the uh, Patriot Act. So now, as soon as a cop sees you with a gun, the first thing they do is put you in a life or death situation and draw down on you. 
And that's absolutely not right. You're killing a lot of people when you do that. Um, now, we see this new spectrum of marginalization in America, especially after Biden's speech uh, a couple days ago and him directly labeling and marginalizing a certain group of people and then having the media, the mainstream media run with the idea, run with, oh, it's them that are going to be the ones that are going to do the next bombing. But this is the same type of acclimatization. This is the same type of psychological programming they were giving us when they were feeding us terror. Terrorism. You remember that? You remember George Bush? It's terrorism. We're going to defeat these terrorists. You remember all of the gifts that they're terrorism, 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 terrorism. There's WMDs in Iraq. That was all a big lie. Thousands of American soldiers killed off of a lie. But the American people believe and they have this brainwashed idea that we, yeah, Alex Jones getting sued for millions and millions of dollars. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that the kids, uh, then the kids being killed in Sandy Hook or any less from our American soldiers. I'm not saying anything like that. But realize that there are thousands of American soldiers killed in the war in Afghanistan and Iraq, all based on a lie. All based on a lie. So it's this chip, it's this domino effect that we're seeing right now. It's this cascade effect that we're seeing right now, ladies and gentlemen. I made a short video a couple days ago, and uh, let's go to it now. Today we're changing the laws governing information sharing. psychosis driving the people to believe in this idea of fearing your neighbor and your friends even and not trusting yourself more importantly cutting off your individual uh, infallibility of faith towards one another and mainly your individual self and only believing and subjugating yourself to what you're seeing on screen and from people you don't know 
subjugating yourself into believing the same authorities that are killing you slowly, the same authorities that are stricken you from your own individual independence, that are stopping you from believing in yourself. Who do you think owns Poppy Fields, ladies and gentlemen? It's not you're. It's not you. Don't go down to North Omaha here in Omaha, Nebraska, and see a bunch of poppy fields. Who do you think owns these artificial chip development centers? It's not us. It's not. It's not your your local uh, real estate companies. It's not your local state center companies. Your state doesn't own Silicon Valley. Your state isn't creating artificial chip. No, it's all happening in Silicon Valley, and those companies are all pushing into China more. And they're pushing into dumping their stocks in America more, ladies and gentlemen. The border's wide open. Mass of amounts of fentanyl being shipped in, all by done by design, ladies and gentlemen. And it is it is it any wonder if you guys haven't been realizing the uptick of drug seizures? That usually happens every single time around midterms. If you haven't realized that, the same thing that happens around midterms is the racial divide. The Democrats are going to start doing that more and more just here soon. Driving up into the presidential election. But this is always happening. Suddenly drug seizures just start exploding out of nowhere. Oh, the drugs caught 20 pounds of fentanyl, 50 pounds of cocaine and all this and that. All riding around the midterms. It's always happening around the midterms. But then as soon as the elections are over and all this and that, and all those same drugs suddenly just go back into the hands of the same people that were moving it. And if you don't think we're under, if, if you don't think we're under siege by human trafficking, by real uh, uh, slavery, you have no idea what's been going on. It's not just the 55 that were trapped in the trailer being suffocated to death, including children all dead by human trafficking. It's not just the woman and the daughter that was eaten by coyotes just a couple of days ago or just yesterday. I apologize. It's not just the four month old and the 18 month old baby that was left in the desert found by border patrol you know not now now ladies and gentlemen it's the border patrol border patrol is issuing warnings following the nine migrants death from drowning in one of the uh, one of the briefs that we have on our board on the Rio de uh, Rio Rio Grande I'm sorry and now the Border Patrol is actually issuing warnings to the migrants saying, stop, guys, you have to stop coming here. People are dying. Here's another one from New York Post. Border Patrol pleads with migrants not to come to the U.S. after nine drownings. Here's from U.S. Here's one from U.S. News. Border Patrol, nine migrants die crossing, crossing Swift, Texas River. And Kareem Jim Pierce is, was asked uh, asked about denying migrants walking across the border during MSNBC appearance. She was saying that there is not a migrant problem. There is not a border uh, border crisis problem. Migrants are not being used as human trafficking, ladies and gentlemen. And it's all part of this. It's all part of this programming of making you get mad only only over what they want you to get mad about. You know, they tell you to get mad about sports. They're telling you to get, like, here in Nebraska, they're telling you to focus on football for crying out loud. They're only telling you to get mad about these small things so you don't pay attention to the big things that are happening right now. There was a day when the American people actually understood what truly affects them on a daily basis. 
You know, and, and it wasn't too long ago, uh, especially during the 1700s, where we understood our, our, our educations, our education levels were some of the top in the world, ladies and gentlemen. Some of the most top in the world. And now we're ranked well below. During the pandemic, our educational our, our educational uh, services and our education with the youth dropped dramatically, almost tenfold, ladies and gentlemen. But I want you to keep in mind, because if you, you can't get mad at the Republicans because it was the Democrats that pushed into pushed us all into that pandemic. And I've been urging people to remember, especially right here in the state of Nebraska, you think the Democrats are any different from the Democrats you saw in Seattle, from the Democrats you saw in California, from the Democrats you saw in New York City, from the Democrats you saw in Indianapolis. You think they're any different, ladies and gentlemen, they're not. They're pushing for the same rhetoric and they're pushing from the same laws that we saw in those other states. They're just a little more silent about it because there is such a stronghold of Republican-based, family-based, good people in here that do not want that stuff around here. But if you're wondering, if you're wondering why they continue, why the Democrats continue on gaslighting people about the migrant crisis, about human trafficking, because Lord forbid, if the American people actually started educating themselves on human trafficking, slavery, then we would learn and we would know why the border is remaining open. Uh, is remaining open. We would know why the Demo Democrats continue to say this. Access tour of the San Ysidro land port of entry. There is no crisis at the border. A contradiction to the president's reasoning to build a southern border wall. It's been almost one month since Homeland Security began implementing the new Migrant Protection Protocols, or MPP, which states that caravan migrants entering the U.S. without papers or those claiming asylum must wait in Mexico for the duration of their immigration proceedings, a policy Congressman Juan Vargas strongly rejects. And to be sent back to a place like Tijuana where they don't have family, they don't have friends, I think it's the wrong thing to do. It's not our American values. Previous to MPP, migrants were released into the U.S. after their initial process, under the assumption they would return to U.S. Immigration Court at a later time to receive their final status. But DHS says too many of them skip court and disappear into the U.S. as fugitives. Majority Leader Hoyer using the president's coined slogan to refute that claim. That's fake news. 97% of people show up. Uh, that's, a better, that's a better percentage than show up uh, uh, who are on parole in the United States of America. <laughs> After touring the facility, these Democrats agreed. Solving the immigration issue is not as simple as building a wall. Overcrowding the port with seemingly endless asylum seekers isn't the answer either. They were all impressed by the work being done here, and they hope all other ports implement the high-tech protocols conducted at San Ysidro. We need to invest in the technology of the future, just as we've done here at San Ysidro at all 330 ports of entry. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the idea of slavery, the idea of human trafficking, that we were sold in a Hollywood setting is so is is far from the truth and how human trafficking and slavery actually works. Uh, you know, I wanted to uh, talk. I wanted to give you guys this story I was reading uh, yesterday. It was involving a man that was called Bobby McGurl, and he was a slave in 1721, and he was working 
on a, a British colonial uh, plantation field. And he goes on by saying how he spends his days, spends his nights twisting on a wheat of corn, on a, on a wheat, on a, on twisting on, on a, a, a piece of wheat. I'm sorry, I don't have the story right in front of me, but he spends his days, he spends his night on a uh, twisting on a piece of wheat. He cannot see his family because Massa says that they're better off living in a more, uh, what was the term, in a more uh, civilized uh, setting. And of course, I'm ad-libbing, ad-libbing, ad-libbing this story quite a bit, but you can actually find the actual story of Bobby McGurl on the internet. And he, he goes on by saying, oh, if I could only get my family back, I could teach them where we come from, but they will never know, they will only know what the white man wants them to know. And there's a there's a little more to the story, but the idea or what he was what what he was saying was and what was going on, like I was explaining yesterday, is the slave the slave owners back then, when they first started bringing slaves over, they weren't just like quiet, go work on my plantation. They were just whipping all these slaves into into onto the plantation. No, they were saying okay. You know what? How about you come and work on my field? I'll give you a I'll give you a little house, but you have to pay it off through the work. And then they'll put that person in the debt, high in the debt over that simple little house. And then after a few years, more people coming in, you grow a family. And then they would say, okay, well, here's the thing. I will take care of your family, but they have to live in my house. Okay? And you can work off your debt and I'll actually pay for your family, but you have to work off your debt. You have to work off and make sure that they get fed, right? And then generation after generation, ladies and gentlemen, that is exactly how they were getting slaves to be acclimated onto these southern uh, plantations back in the 1700s and 1600s, and even in uh, Britain Colonial, for crying out loud. Like, you know, um, it wasn't just they were just bringing these human beings over and they just normally said, okay, yes, Massa, we're going to do everything you want, Massa. No, they were conquering them by psychological programming of their children and their children. Like I said, it still gets practiced today. These same programs still get practiced today by a lot of Democrats that just either they're socialized to the extent they don't know the history and they don't want to accept the history because it does not match with what they're trying to produce and what they're trying to teach everyone right now. They don't want to tell you the real stories of how human trafficking has actually worked all throughout history. And I'm telling you what, it wasn't just slap on, uh, you know, uh, it wasn't just a whip on the back of your back for saying, uh, you know, for, for, for talking out of line if you're colored or if you're black, Mexican. It wasn't like that. It was never like that. It was a period of time of acclimating your children of children to become metaphorically slaves in the mind. So physically, that's why there wasn't much uprisings in the South. That's why there wasn't much uprisings by in slave, on slave plantations because those children were kept in a different home. And then eventually the dad, you know what I mean? He'd die off. He, you know, more than likely probably, they'd probably kill him. A lot of the slaves were raped by the slave owners themselves, a little mix of breed and stuff like that. So it was easier to teach 
the uh, easier to uh, what they were saying was easier to teach the children but they're always less 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 of human beings than them did you guys actually know that the one race that wasn't uh, the black race was considered a uh, less of a human being but the native americans which is why the native americans were the main ones that were genocided in america they're the main ones that were actually that they they suffered more than the blacks ever could here in america ever could but this is the type of programming that they've sold to you giving you this idea that the and then, i'm not listen guys i'm not i'm not this is about race i'm not trying to focus on race but this is legit history did you guys know that when the civil war first broke out they actually used native americans as cannon fire because they considered native americans not they didn't, they didn't consider america uh native americans humans or natives i'm sorry not native americans you know what i'm saying they did not consider them human so they were using native americans literally to standing in front stand in front of cannon after cannon after cannon so the white soldiers could at least get a good shot off this is this is real documented history and it wasn't until the blacks uh, the blacks got into the war that they were at least given the rights and given a decent standard of pay and stuff like that native americans during the civil war they never got paid they were considered savages and this is real history that they're not telling them. You can look all this up. This is the real history of how the Civil War actually was, you know, and enacted and how the regiments were enacted. Native Americans were not considered humans. They were used as cannon fire. The blacks were considered less of humans. So at least they were able to get paid. And I'm not saying that's I'm not saying that's just, okay? But I'm just trying to educate you guys on how the real history goes. And now with this situation, like I said, Border Patrol literally having to issue warnings to the migrants after nine after nine and after nine drowned in the texas border in the texas river i'm sorry ladies and gentlemen in our new uh, uh washington dc press release kieran jim pierce was not asked about denying migrants walking across the border during msnbc appearance there's another one migrants encounters top two million in calendar year in 2021 this is on pace for a peak if not more of up to five million in this next coming year, 2023. If you don't think this is used, and, and like I said, if it's a known fact now that most of the migrants that are being, most of the immigrants that are coming over here, they're being, they're coming over here and they're being transferred, not just in America, they're going across the borders into Canada as well. That's what a lot of people, that's what a lot of us don't get. It's not like the lot, it's not like all of these immigrants that are coming here, they're just staying in America. They're being used as human trafficking in Canada slave um especially um uh, women that get abducted in canada and amsterdam and in europe those are skyrocket right now they went literally they went up uh, anywhere from uh, what was it like oh, i'm gonna get the actual statistics so human trafficking in amsterdam went up from a staggering 43 percent up to a staggering 81 percent of oh this is i want to include this this is by uh foreigners that are at least able to come in and were stuck in Amsterdam at that time during the pandemic. 81%, you had 81% getting, yeah, drugged up. Like you guys remember that movie Taken? That's that's so far on how it actually happens. That's, that's so far down the line how it actually happens. You know, a lot of the, a lot of these girls that go to foreign countries like that, Amsterdam, Paris and stuff like that, they do get human trafficked out, but it's, it's technologically, 
you know, they have these guys convince these girls to get on a, an OnlyFans account after a while, or they, they convince them to get an OnlyFans account. And then it goes further into the OnlyFans account where they're actually doing hookups with different people. And these people aren't good knights in shining armor. <laughs> no, they're old, creepy, weird guys that want to have sex with children. They just want you there. It's weird. That's like, I'm telling you, the reality of human trafficking and the way it really works is so far from what we were taught in Hollywood. And that's where, unfortunately, a lot of people are getting their education, ladies and gentlemen. So while the Border Patrol is, is another, uh, while the Border Patrol ha is having to issue and pleads with uh, um, uh, uh, migrants that are crossing over into our borders because more and more are showing up dead and the border patrol are more than likely getting PTSD, hard, very hard PTSD from this, of what's going on there. And it's not like we haven't seen this before, okay? There's been plenty of testimonials of border patrol agents coming up and testifying and doing private interviews with with um, a journalist saying that this needs to stop. These if these human traffickers are literally just I think was I think it was what a couple a couple a uh, couple weeks ago where the uh, border patrol agents found two kid bodies that were dropped in acid near the Arizona desert. It was cartel linked and stuff like that, ladies and gentlemen. You know I have this I have this clip for you guys and I want to play it for you guys and this is. This is just astounding. I'm not even getting into it. I'll just let you guys hear. There have been over 1 million plus individuals put into proceedings or released into the United States on your watch. I've asked multiple Border Patrol personnel, not the union, mind you, if we double, triple, quadruple the CBP budget, would that 1 million release go down? And they categorically said no, it would go up. Do you agree, yes or no? I'm not sure I understand your question, Congressman. With the addition, with the number of people being released in the United States under current law, would it go down no matter how much you increased your budget? Um, and uh, it would not, as they said. Do you agree? Yes or no? Congressman, if I understand your question correctly, when individuals are in the United States and they make a claim right. for asylum, so the number would not go down. Is the answer right? Yes or no? That's what they said, and I think you just answered it. it would not go down. Um, the only plan that you offer, the plan you just offered, is to process aliens faster and encourage more to come. We know that to be true. I know it's true. You know it's true. Cartels know it's true. And people around the world know it's true. And that's why people are coming. That is false. The secure, it's not false. Yes, it the is. The entirety of your plan says that. The Secure Fence Act of 2006 says what? That the Secretary of Homeland Security shall take all actions the Secretary determines necessary to achieve and maintain operational control over the entire international land and maritime borders. Will you testify under oath right now? Do we have operational control, yes or no? Yes, we do. And we have we operational are, control of the borders. Yes, we do. And, Congressman, and we are working to... Listen what operational control defined. In this section, the term operational control means the prevention of all unlawful entries into the United States, including entries by terrorists, other unlawful aliens, instruments of terrorism, narcotics, and other contraband. Do you stand by in your testimony that we have operational control in light of this definition? And Congressman, I think the um, Secretary of Homeland Security would have said the same thing in 2020 and in the, 2019. The, 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 well, the Secretary would have at least had a basis for saying that we have some sort of control of the border. But the fact is, we currently have people flowing across the border, including dangerous narcotics and dangerous members of terrorists, which your own agency sent a letter to my office after eight months. We sent a letter saying there are 42 people on the terrorist watch list that are in the United States. You just said to Mr. Jordan, you don't even know where the hell they are. And that's, that's what you're saying is operational control, including entries by terrorists and unlawful aliens. 
It's not. It's not operational control. Mr. Secretary, let me ask you a question. When we're looking ahead and we're talking about asylum, okay? Here, if the officer determines at the time of the interview that an alien has a credible fear of persecution, the alien shall be detained for further consideration. Mandatory detention, any alien subject to the procedure under this clause shall be detained pending a final determination of credible fear of persecution. Are, is everyone being detained? Yes or no? Uh, no, and as a matter of fact, uh, Congressman, that is an issue that is before the United States Supreme Court. The that fact of the matter is our law the says they should be detained, and your agency is releasing people on purpose uh, in order to flood the zone and make sure that more people can come to the United uh, States. And you use parole to do it. Parole of aliens within the following groups have been retained. Come down here on a case-by-case -case basis for urgent humanitarian reasons or significant public benefit. Yet your office is using parole. But when you use parole, the fact is they're not showing back up to ICE. Your own letter to Senator Johnson, to this uh, this committee, have acknowledged they're not showing back up to ICE. I mean, how can you be saying that you have operational control or that we're securing the United States when they're not showing back up? Congressman, are you um, actually interested in the facts and the law? Yeah, because I'm actually, I'm reading you the law and I'm actually talking to you about the facts about who's in this country. Actually, you're now, let, now let's actually go to something that's... Uh, Chairman, can the witness be allowed to answer the question? Well, there wasn't a question there to be... Gentlemen, it's time. Now, let's talk about the damage being done to the United States of America. Mr. Secretary, did you, Secretary, do you know what this is? This is a mobile morgue, a body trailer, needed by counties in South Texas, overwhelmed by dead migrants. That particular trailer is filled with these bodies, 27 bodies that were stored in this mobile morgue in South Texas with dead bodies of migrants. Dead bodies like this one, found on a ranch just three weeks ago in South Texas a dead migrant. Somehow that's compassion. How about the dead bodies found by migrants? Compassion. How about the ranchers who had to walk out of their door and this is what they faced. Gentlemen with rocks threatening a rancher in South Texas only able to be saved when they are able to bring their dogs out to scare the people away in order to save themselves. Or the fact that you've got houses being attacked. You've got livestock dead on the side because we've got ranches wide open. How about the little girl here with a brand on her arm? A little girl with a brand on her arm because of door policies. A little girl here in the desert found by ranchers trying to save their life. And how about the lost voices from people dying from fentanyl? The hundreds of tens of thousands of Americans dying from fentanyl. Faces, faces of Americans, faces of Americans across this country dying because of fentanyl pouring into our country. The time of the gentleman has expired. You know full well. Time of the gentleman has expired, Mr. Encouraging people to come here, harming Texas and harming this country. Time you of know the, it. And you're ignoring the, the time of truth. the gentleman has expired. He no longer has time to slander. Oh, yeah, we are under invasion. And it's only because we're so acclimated to believe in warfare as in a physical troop on troop contact. We're so acclimated and not understanding because because we've just been brainwashed by Hollywood and the mainstream media to not look into and not take a second and understand warfare and what it is in its entirety, ladies and gentlemen. And once you understand that, you start to see that we have been under warfare for a very long time. This new world order has been planned since 1776 when the, uh, when the creator of the Illuminati made a promise to his endowments that he will bring down America along with the Khazar families, Tyson uh, family and the German Eagle Saxons all making promises that America will fall 
whether if it takes all their money, the trillions of dollars that they've stole. And that's why you see this book, this, this huge push of human trafficking that's being opened and let go on the border. They want to drive it to your head that the only race that could ever be uh, discriminated against. They want to drive into your head that the only race that could ever be impoverished is the black race. And I'm, once again, I'm not saying this isn't about race, but I'm, I'm trying to get you to understand is real racism. Yes, it is happening right now in our country. Yes, real slavery is happening still to this day. Yes, and we see it on our border. But we're so dumbed down to way to what slavery and enslavement and programming is it's just we don't realize and we're not getting mad about it is the saddest thing you know we're not getting mad about all these all these children and all these people that are literally being used as cattle and most of these immigrants like i said you see them on an everyday pace you see them and uh, you see them at the end of your uh interstate uh interstate uh, uh interstate offways and stuff like that you see them on your highways you see them on your streets you see them in this is what an invasion looks like. It's just a, it's just a different type of invasion, ladies and gentlemen. Invasion doesn't necessarily have to mean it's another army coming to this country to use physical force. Invasion, a lot of the times, especially uh, one of Julius Caesar's um, uh, greatest moves was using countries that he's conquered by uh, dehydration and starvation and then ultimately through war uh, through uh, not the war i'm sorry through physical uh troop on troop contact was the mass mass migration of countries and moving them into more countries that's why you saw um uh, during Ju julius caesar's uh period of um fighting with the syrians or not the syrians the in place in the great civil war in uh Assyria and uh Asilia and Massilia. Uh, one of his, one of the great things he would, or one of the many things he would do was uh, set up, set up um, huge, huge, basically barricades or ditches, and then fill them in with water to drown out and to blockade the incoming armies. And then he'd refill those, refill those ditches, and allow uh, all the migrants that were coming or what we would call migrants that were coming from the other parts of uh, of ancient Rome, and he and then he would flood their their uh, the um, uh, the Massilia part of the Massilia part of uh, of Rome with all the new migrants or the new um, immigrants that came from the uh, uh, that came from Julius Caesar's side, and he'd flood them in and he'd use them for um, and he'd use that group of uh, group of people to drown out their food. Because they're at war. Food is a very, very big thing when you're at war, especially when you're into the troop on troop contact. Well, if you have a flood of migrants just get entered into your country, especially when they're coming from the same uh, country that you're fighting with and they're moving in on you, well, now you have to feed them. You can't just kill them because that's going to take away this. That's going to take away uh, the people uh, being for the war and the people with you, is, uh, the people being for you, not against you. So you can't kill them, but that hurts the military strategy on your on your side even more because now you have to feed them, clothe them, uh, um, uh, give them water. Well, if the people are coming from the same side that you're fighting with in physical war, uh, physical troop on troop contact with, and these and they keep on flooding you with these migrants. 
sooner or later, you're going to lose the war because you're too busy focusing on feeding and housing and getting everyone water on your side as opposed to focusing on the incoming army that is defeating you. And this is one of the same tactics that we're seeing right now at the border, ladies and gentlemen. It's the same psychological program when they were saying, when the Democrats started saying that anyone questions the elections is a terrorist, he's a denier, he's a threat to this country. You remember Brenner O'Rourke going all over live television and even showing up after the U of Elda shooting, showing up at one of the uh, Texas governor's um, uh public addresses about the Uvalde shooting, this guy goes up there after stating that there is no election fraud. Anyone that questions election fraud is a terrorist and is an extremist. And then he goes into the press meeting and he calls out and he calls out the Texas governor for not getting rid of assault weapons. There is no such thing as assault weapon, ladies and gentlemen. The definition of assault weapon is not there. But don't worry, the Webster Dictionary is going to make up a uh, definition of assault weapon and put it into the Webster Dictionary so the libtards have something to go on. But you all remember that, ladies and gentlemen. You all remember that psychological programming with, especially with, and they did that on purpose because they wanted to train the new generation and the generations that are just now getting involved in the politics because stuff like Roe versus Wade and everyone being so acclimated to believe that a group of white, racist white men that passed Roe versus Wade, they were doing that for the benefit of a woman. It was not for the benefit of women. It was not for the benefit of a color community, okay? When Roe versus Wade was passed, it is a known fact that they were doing that and they passed that to curb the colored population in particular. That's why you saw Planned Parenthoods mainly being build, uh, building, uh, builded and uh, build, um, built. Wow, I cannot talk. Built, they, that's why you saw all these Planned Parenthoods being built in more poor or colored communities they were trying to destroy and depopulate the colored community it had nothing to do with women rights just like that when they're saying that they they're uh when democrats are saying that anyone questions the elections we're just trying to keep people safe because those people are extremists it has nothing to do with keeping people safe away from extremism it had everything to do with getting the younger generation and the people that are just now getting involved in the politics they wanted to acclimate them into believing so when elections keep on getting stolen and they're so blatantly in front of your face and when they switch the presidency over to a more Bolshevik and communist mixed with a little bit of socialist presidency where like what they're trying to do with uh, out in Alaska with popular votes. They're trying to make it a popular vote. They want to do that all across America with popular votes being the vote that counts. Well, who's the most popular? Like a high school freaking competition. It's called socialism. But they were doing that so they can get the American people and the younger generation acclimated to believe that the real, that democracy works by the popular vote. And that's not how democracy works. Even the definition of democracy does not mean who's the most popular. That has nothing to do with democracy. And America was never founded on democracy in the first place. It was founded on a republic, a republic first, and then a democracy. But I digress. They wanted to drive that in. That's why you saw the mainstream media doing it everywhere. Report after uh, report, even the FBI got involved saying anyone that questions the election is an extremist. 
anyone that questions the election is a Trump supporter, is a mega. And then we have Biden's speech. But I can show you a clip right now, and I'm about ready to get to it, of all the Democrats back in 2017, all claiming that the elections are stolen, all claiming that they want mass riots all across America because the election was stolen. And they're all claiming the same thing of what of, of, of the opposite of why you shouldn't uh, question the election now, saying that it causes, it incites riots, it incites erections, violent erections. Questioning elections is something that only extremists do. But here are the Democrats in 2017 questioning the elections, calling for riots, literally calling for riots, calling for insurrections, just like they did when Trump was elected. Let's go to this now. You claim that it's wrong to object to the certification of election results. You, along with your allies in the media, attempted to cancel and censor members of this chamber voiced concerns and objected to certification. Manager Raskin, you've been in Congress only three days when you objected in 2017. It's one of the first things you did when you got here. Should know that such a claim and such words can actually incite violence. 
candidate for office, claim an election is stolen, or that the winner is illegitimate, it constitutes inciting an insurrection, and the candidate should know it. A Democratic Party candidate for public elective office is perfectly entitled to claim the election was stolen, or that the winner is illegitimate, or to make any other outrageous claim they can. It is their absolute right to do so. And it is their absolute right to do so, irrespective of whether there's any evidence to support the claim. Democratic candidates can claim that an election was stolen because of Russian collusion without any explanation at all. And that is perfectly okay and is in no way incitement to an insurrection. And somehow, a Democratic candidate publicly decry an election as stolen or illegitimate, it's never a big lie. You've been doing it for years. But can you imagine telling your supporters that the only way you can possibly lose is if an American election was rigged and stolen from you? And ask yourself whether you've ever seen anyone at any level of government make the same claim about their own election. If Stacey Abrams doesn't win in Georgia, they stole it. It's clear. It's clear. And I would say, I say that publicly, it's clear. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. He knows he's an illegitimate president. She knows. He knows that there were a bunch of different reasons why the election turned out the way it did. Votes remain to be counted. There are voices that were waiting to be heard. And I will not concede. Respect, and I respect where you're coming from, and I respect the, the issues that you're raising. You're not answering the question. Do you think it was... I know. I know. I know. You're not giving the word legitimate. There are still legitimate concerns over the integrity of our elections and of ensuring the principle of one person, one vote. I agree with tens of millions of Americans who are all very worried that when they cast the ballot on an electronic voting machine, that there is no paper trail to record that vote. But constantly shifting vote tallies in Ohio and now functioning at electronic machines, which may not have paper receipts, have led to additional loss of confidence by the public. This is their only opportunity to have this debate while the country is listening, and it is appropriate to do so. House Manager Castro no longer has to try to imagine it, thanks to the distinguished senator and others. It didn't have to be this way. Democrats promised unity. They promised to deliver the very COVID relief in the form of $2,000 stimulus checks 
re-elect the speaker who had just admitted lying to Congress in an official proceeding. The American people are watching and they will not forget. You may have the votes, you may have the muscles, but you do not have the legitimacy of a national consensus or of a constitutional imperative. This partisan coup d'etat will go down in infamy in the history of this nation. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I yield back the balance of my time. Yeah, we're going to be covering where that stimulus money has went among all the trillions and trillions of dollars that have been spent arming Ukraine, billion dollar arm deal sale with Taiwan, thousands and thousands of businesses, small businesses all across America crushed, teenagers killing themselves triple fold all throughout the pandemic, overdoses tripling all throughout the pandemic, teenagers being completely, completely acclimated to torturing themselves inside because they do not understand what is going on around them. And the only thing that they're being told and the only thing that people are pushing to them is what sex they are and what color of race they are, ladies and gentlemen. But we're going to break all this down coming up here in our next segment, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back.
your weekly rental smart contract will automatically execute in 72 hours. Please ensure that your personal wallet is appropriately funded. Your scheduled Uber ride share will arrive in 10 minutes. New transfer? Yes. Good. Look up. So what do you think of your new work pod? Pretty nice, right? Yeah. It's a bit cramped though. Oof. That's bad speak. I'll let you sort it out. See you at the mandatory Shibuya roll call dance later today. Yikes. You have violated your employment smart contract. Replaying offending speech. It's a bit cramped though. This statement is in direct contradiction with the verified Snopes fact that open office 2.0 work pods are comfortably spacious, combining the safety of closed cubicles with the communal spirit of open office environments. You have been deducting 20 good boy tokens from your weekly income. Warning. Projected weekly income is insufficient to meet your weekly rental payment. Please ensure that your wallet is appropriately funded within the next 68 hours. Oh my god. I coomed. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So where did all the COVID funds go to? And how are we really supposed to forget everything that we've been through during the pandemic? Everything that we have gone through with the lies about masks, the lies about the vaccine, the lies about the deadliness of the virus, the lies, the mainstream media lying to us telling us that anyone who says COVID-19 comes from a laboratory is a conspiracy theorist and they're crazy. Scientists being shut out, banned off the internet, doctors, GSI, major GSI doctors, banned completely off the internet. Children being offered a transmutated virus that's been now we know for a fact, thanks to Project Veritas, we know for a fact that it was made in Wuhan lab in China. That Anthony Fauci did, in fact, work on the virus himself and use taxpayer money to do it. 
The definition of gain of functions was changed so that he could manipulate everyone into believing that he had no part. We now know that not only was the EcoHealth Alliance complicit in spreading this virus, we now know that they lied about it. They approached DARPA. Anthony Fauci approached DARPA, and DARPA turned them down, citing unethical gain-of-function reasons. Re uh, uh, reasons. And still, they went on with the research because it was a big experiment. It had nothing to do with the virus, ladies and gentlemen. It was a big experiment. It was the introduction of getting everyone used to wearing a mask, silencing your voice and opposition and anyone that does not agree with it. It was all about getting your child used to and getting used to getting vaccinated once every week, dying and death going all around you while they tell you that the vaccine works. Pregnant women are being gaslit into getting the COVID-19 vaccine, killing their unborn babies. It's staggering. And we've been through this, all this, and the Democrats, unfortunately, because they have chosen the devil side, the cult side, that they want you to forget everything that you have been through. All of the lies that you were told. And now look at us. Masks don't work. The vaccine doesn't work. Now the mainstream media continues to double down, but the CDC director, the CDC directors come out with it. Pfizer is getting, Moderna is suing Pfizer right now over defamation. Insurance policies are triple folding and they're actually suing Pfizer and Moderna because of what the vaccine is doing to people. People are getting a simple cold and they're dropping dead like that. And all the restrictions that they have put on us all throughout the pandemic. All of the young that killed themselves during the pandemic because they felt hopeless. They did not care and they did not see a future that they cared to be in because of the hopelessness. Because of the hopelessness that they felt knowing that this may be the end. The media is gaslighting everyone, telling everyone that, oh my God, the virus the virus is going to kill you. We have to lock everything down. Then that turned it up to everyone getting overdosed on fentanyl, which was the release of Purdue Pharma created in their laboratory right after they killed hundreds of thousands of people with Oxycontin. Hundreds of thousands of people, ladies and gentlemen. Hundreds of thousands of people. And they made fentanyl made a deal with the super cartels out in Brazil. Those super cartels made a deal with the triads out in China, which is informally both linked up to their governments. The CIA operates those, those cartels. And then boom, like that, during the pandemic, everyone is getting drugged out. America was pushed and fed like the 1990s of crack cocaine epidemic, ladies and gentlemen. These are the same playbooks that we've seen. They just keep on changing up the terms. The virus was barely even really hitting them. It was, it was, and now we know that the CDC was actually caught during the pandemic using deaths of people that were suffering heart attacks and seizures and they were dying of 
car wrecks and they were coming uh, coming into the hospital. And if they had COVID-19, COVID, uh, CDC would count them as a COVID death. We now know that it was all a freaking lie. It was all a big lie, ladies and gentlemen. And where did that money go to? All these trillions and trillions of dollars that we have spent, right? All these trillions and trillions of dollars that we've spent. And we have only got $2,000 throughout that whole pandemic. And now, ladies and gentlemen, now the Secret Service has come out. The Secret Service returns $286 million in fraudulently obtained COVID-19 relief funds. It takes them back, it took them back from the SBU, uh, SBA, the Small Business uh, Bureau, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, the Secret Service returned about $286 million in fraudulently obtained COVID-19 relief funds and had seized to the Small Business Administration on Friday. The economic injury disaster loans that the Secret Service seized were illegally obtained by conspirators who submitted loan applicants that used fake or stolen employment and personal information, the agency said in a press release. Initiated by the Secret Service field office in Orlando, Florida, the investigation discovered the suspects had hidden and moved the stolen funds using Green Dot Bank, ladies and gentlemen. Well, what kind of stolen funds are we talking about? What kind of people stole those uh, funds? Well, um, well, now it's come out. Not only did one Black Lives Matter um, leader uh, of a certain chapter of it get six years in prison for fraudulently voting and, and creating fraudulently votes. It wasn't just her that fraudulently voted. No, she created massive and thousands of number of thousands of fraud votes of fake votes during the Biden election. But we're going to brush that off. You know, we're, that's nothing. But you know what else is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Well, this is also going on. Uh, Black Lives Matter leader accused of stealing $10 million dollars from stimulus funds that went to an organization during the pandemic. A lawsuit filed on behalf of 26 grassroots Black Lives Matter chapters last week alleged that the leader of the national organization siphoned $10 million in charitable uh, contributions and, uh, I'm sorry, uh, for charitable contributions and stimulus money to his own personal expenses. A nonprofit that serves as an umbrella group for local BLMO chapters nationwide claimed in the lawsuit filed in Los Angeles County Superior Court that Shalamoa Bowers, the leader of Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation, defrauded the chapter for unjust enrichment and, their, and, and uses their funds as personal piggy bank, which received more than $90 million in the wake of George Floyd's death in 2020 represents the National Black Lives Matter movement, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. $90 million. $90 million. And, and don't worry, because it gets even better. It's not just the Secret Service taking away uh, funds from, from people that did not deserve, uh, that didn't need the money in the first place, and they used it to, <clears throat> quote-unquote, enrich themselves. But it wasn't just enrich themselves. It was well more money in that because you also have to think of the private donations that went into Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and all these terrorist groups that the FBI has no watch list on. They don't care what they're doing. But if you say you're a militia member, if you are a Republican, a Christian, a supporter of uh, guns, you are being watched. And it's a known fact. The Patriot Act was introduced in 2011 in the wake of... The Twin Towers being blown up, all artificially done, though, all controlled, 
all controlled, ladies and gentlemen. We went over that yesterday just a little bit, but it gets even better than that, ladies and gentlemen. It gets even better than that. Because now the FBI has introduced bulletins, completely psychologically programming everyone to literally think that, oh yeah, it's definitely the right wingers. And you know what? Let's stay on subject with this stimulus money. You think the Democrats, you think, do you think the Democrats and the neocon Republicans really care about you? Is that what you think? Because they've only offered you, what, $2,000 in the wake of trillions of dollars being spent to Ukraine, to Taiwan over arms deals, to arm up other countries, to literally create a new German war machine out in Germany right now. The EU is headstead, and now they're making promises that the European Union, just like I predicted, just like I predicted about five months ago, and I'm going to post the link on this video too, that the European Union is going to destroy itself and they're going to be expunged. And I predicted, predicted that about what, four or five months ago. I said that same thing, ladies and gentlemen. I don't play about this, but get this. Here's, here's more companies that got millions and billions of dollars more than the American people. And I, I want you to really remember this. I don't say this stuff because I'm trying to, uh, trying to divide people. This is all about the people. We need to remember the pandemic and everything that we went through. It doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican. What you need to realize is, unfortunately, the Democrats are subjugating to themselves to this occult that is the implosion of America. Now, there is a, a certain aspect of the conservative Republicans and they're a big majority, don't get wrong, the CNC and in the mainstream media does not want you to think that you're a majority, you are. And this, it's in this majority that we're really trying to push to the greatness of America, not the implosion of America, and that's the Democratic Party. So vote Republican these coming elections so we can get back to the grassroots, the real grassroots of America. But I'm gonna stay on subject, it wasn't just Black Lives Matters, Antifa getting stimulus, uh, stimulus millions of dollars of stimulus money. No, it was J.P. Morgan that received 25 billion in bailout funds. This is the same J.P. Morgan that that had almost 400 billion dollar in profits two years during the pandemic. That's right. <clears throat> it was New York Melton Corp. Uh, CEO Robert P. Kelly received 66 748. For financial services, on top of this, 975 billion, or 975 million, I'm sorry, uh, 975,000, I'm just kidding, salary, and a 7.51 million bonus. His car and driver cost was $178,879, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. All the banks that got money uh, made out to about $188 billion of the stimulus money that we were obtaining. We only got $2,000 of that. And I want to make this clear. I'm gonna make this clear to every single American right now. I, and I'm trying my hardest not to be divisive in this, but I want you guys to understand, what, what I want you guys to understand is when these funds were put into place, they had about a 64, uh, 64 votes on the Democratic side and then the Republicans needed uh, voted for. And it was the same type of Republicans that we're seeing now that are calling, that are trying to distance themselves away from the mega Republicans. And I believe it was Alex Jones that even called that out. 
He said that there's going to be a break in the Republican Party where the GOP mainstream Republicans are trying are going to try to set themselves up with a different Republican Party and then a break away from that, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, we're we're in some serious, serious shit. This is not a game. This is not a game. But let me let me um let me get back to this. So the 116 banks that uh, that are received billions of taxpayer pro- uh, provided uh, bailout money this year actually paid out 1.6 billion in compensation and benefits to their top executives last year. Even though the results at the same uh, at the same of these at the some of these institu- institutions were so poor that they would soon have to turn to Washington for a government engineer Reese rescue. The 1.6 billion was paid out to nearly 600 executives at the 116 banks that have so far accepted federal money to bolster their financial foundations. Now, um, the U.S. Representative Barney Frank, Dean Massachusetts, a longtime critic of the fat pay uh, package given to U.S. executives, said the bonuses and perks tailored by the AP review amounted to bribe paid to get CEOs to do their jobs for which they are well and paid in the first place, ladies and gentlemen. So what banks are they? Well, Lloyd C. Blinkfin, President and Chief Executive Officer of Goldman Sachs Group, received $54 million in compensation in 2007. A total of $242 million in October 28th, Goldman received $10 billion in federal bailout money. On December 16th, Goldman reported a $2.12 billion quarterly loss. It's first since uh, it went public back in 1999. For so far, 2008, Goldman said Goldman saved a seven top paid executives and will work for their base salaries of almost $1.2 million each. That quarterly loss was nothing to some of the money, the bailout money. And I want you guys to keep in mind, when this bailout money, that's tax deductible. So they might, they, he only lost, he only lost $2.12 billion, but the money he gained during the pandemic and on top of the uh, and on top of the stimulus relief money that he got, because Goldman Sachs tripled, they lost two point two point twelve billion dollars, and they tripled that during the pandemic, all th- uh, uh, after three years too. And that was on top of the pandemic money. Here, let's get into this more. Merrill Lynch, CEO of uh, um, MER, CEO John A. Train, top, uh, top all banking chieftains with more than $83 million in total earnings in 2007. Now, former chief operating officer of Goldman Sachs took over the top of Merlin in, sem- in December 2007, avoiding the blame for a year in which Merlin lost $7.8 billion. Now they gained over $15 billion, signing a bonus during the pandemic in uh, 2021. This gave them an extra, uh, extra fifty-seven thousand dollars a week, uh, fifty-seven thousand six hundred ninety-two a week. Additionally, a sixty-eight million in stock options as well. J.P. Morgan, a two hundred eleven, one hundred eighty-two thousand private jet travel, all due to the taxpayer money. J.P. Morgan received twenty-five billion in bailout funds. The Bank of New York, we already went over that. They received sixty-six billion dollars, and on top was nine hundred seventy thousand. And on top, his salary was nine hundred and seventy-seven, nine hundred seventy-five thousand dollars, a seven-point-five million bonus. And like I said, his car was cost was about one hundred seventy-eight, 
$879,000. Wells Fargo, they received a $25 billion of bailout cash. This was, this was after they gave their financial planners and financial partners a $20,000 bonus every week. And they also topped almost $10 million during the pandemic. Now, what I'm trying to say to you, ladies and gentlemen, and there's also Merrill Lynch Co. They received a $17 million uh, tax increase. Spray May, $116 million in 2017, and they came back $18 billion during the pandemic. Watch a VO Corp. They received a $13 million bonus during the pandemic. Washington Mutual, they received a $20 million loan, or I'm sorry, tax relief, uh, tax relief loan during the pandemic. To which, if you don't remember how these, uh, pan how the pandemic resources went into effect, like I said, they're not only tax deductible, but they're non-refundable, meaning they don't have, these corporations, all that buku money um, that they receive, they're not, they don't have to pay them back. Now the Secret Service just went after the SBA, Small Business Administration, taking away almost $286 million in fraudulently, what they say is fraudulently obtained COVID relief loans. $286 million. Do you, know, you have any idea how much money not only did they just had to receive from fraudulent loans, but they took back from small businesses that more than likely really, really needed that money. And this is during the uh, this is during Biden goes on live TV and completely looks like Adolf Hitler. Just that is that is the closed fist and the oh that's that's Adolf Hitler with right with red light in the back. He might as well just put up a sign right next to him saying that we are coming to kill every single one of you. We don't care. We don't care what you think. Oh yeah, it was all a big experiment, like I was saying earlier, to acclimate you and to acquiesce with whatever the authority of that state or whatever the authority of the deep state tells you to do. Because nothing that's been produced over this last three to four years has been good for the American people, has been good for the American independence, has been good for the American dollar. The banks have announced that they're switching over to digital currency, but they're going to leave the uh, leave the American currency in the back. And while they're doing that, they're inflating the dollar with all these extra trillions of printings and spreading it all across the world as a big money launder scheme. Meanwhile, they have Lockheed Martin, the Myanmar manufacturer, two of the biggest arm dealers in the world, arming up every single country right now because they have the main contracts. They've monopolized war. As far as ar as far as arms and uh, uh, tanks and all that kind of um, armory and stuff like that, missiles, all that stuff like that, artificial intelligence. Where do you think that stuff comes from? Arms dealers. Does it come from the scientists, little sissy scientists in the laboratory? It comes from arms dealers. It does. I guess it does come from the scientists. Don't get me wrong. Um, arms dealers are actually uh, very headstead. The reality of an arms dealer. Uh, I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, the reality of an arms dealer is uh, nowadays. Um, they're not focused on guns. 
a lot of real arms dealers they have scientists that like that go into biological research that go into gain of function research because it's also a weapon you know um let's just say lord of lord of war uh that movie that nicholas cage uh that nicholas cage uh made if you don't know what i'm talking about here's a little clip for you not just supposed to be walking out for these people. How can I? You keep selling my helicopter. You are too greedy, Yuri. I can't hold him forever. I got paid for Not for the country. An old penalty for consumption busting. Selling the military helicopters is a major violation. Military helicopter. It's not a military helicopter. It's a rescue helicopter. Get to work, son. The laws on our side. like a silencer for that. I need to see your papers. We did not quit. Dimitri! Introduce your certificate to this aircraft. It states Burkina Faso. Nice. Very nice. Just like you said The helicopters have been used on humanitarian missions. Oh, so you're a humanitarian? Oh, absolutely. This is a military aircraft. Not anymore. Listen to the nephew. What can they do with military hardware but convert to civilian ears? The only way you could die from this baby now is if a food drops at you. Can I stop over here? Is that going to be the castle as well? It's a different client at a different address. That's just the point. Is that it? You take me for a complete fucking fool! Not completely. Well, I hesitate to tell you your job. I must point out, and we ship separately, the weapons in the aircraft both comply with the current Interpol trade standards and practices. We both know that it's going to be a bureaucratic loophole that's going to be closed any goddamn day. But it's not closed. And while certain people might interpret this cargo as suspicious, thank God we live in a world where suspicion alone does not constitute a crime. Or men like you respect the rule of law. Now, that story might seem cool. I'm not going to lie to you, you know what I mean? Even I like that movie, you know what I mean? But the reality of uh, what real arms dealing, uh, what that details in is so far from the truth, ladies and gentlemen. These people practice and pay scientists to create gain-of-function viruses, to create weather, weather weaponology, to create weaponology in those seeds, to create weaponology in the air, to create weaponology in your DNA. These are the real arms dealers. So that movie might look cool, you know what I mean, and this and that. But the reality of arms dealers is so far from the truth. 
just Hollywood that they're trying to feed us so we don't get on to what real slavery uh, is, to how, or to how real slavery happens, to what real human trafficking is, to how real arms deals happen all around the world, ladies and gentlemen. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. And all throughout this pandemic, they've just been feeding us this acclimatization to acquiesce to what they want us to believe. All throughout the pandemic, anyone that says gain of, uh, anyone that says COVID-19 was made in a lab is a conspiracy theorist. Just like they're saying now with anyone that has an American flag, a Gettysburg flag, a don't tread on meat flag, anyone that believes in the Constitution, Christian, gun owners, anyone that does, anyone that has some common sense, you are a criminal. They're doing that by design. They're doing that to psychologically program and my, and not only that, they want they need to manage people when they start rounding the marginalization group up. So they need to manage that group that's like, hey, I'm not okay with that. Like I'm on your side, you know, I the whole I'm on your side, but I'm not okay with my neighbor being SWAT team, my neighbors being taken off to FEMA camps, to um, containment facilities that are popping up all over on the stretches and de deserts of Arizona right now. It's bigger than that. And what we're doing, and what is going on right now, what is going on right now, we cannot remember, especially when these elections are coming up. If we just act like nothing has happened and all the lies that we've been fed throughout this entire time, we're going to lose this fight on our souls, ladies and gentlemen. I want to go to this clip of Ron Paul just dis destroying Anthony Fauci and all the lies that he fed illegally, by the way, completely illegal. If we would have done what Anthony Fauci did in court, we would have went to prison. It doesn't matter how cute you are, and I want you to understand that. If you think you can lie in court, it does not matter how cute you are. That judge has no problem with... And I need you to realize the contradiction. It's not about whether you're on the left or the right side. It's just about the truth and justice. And right now, there's million, millions, of, there's, there's over a million people that are dying from these vaccines. More women are reporting day by day that they took a vaccine while they're pregnant and lost their baby. Mothers calling into hospitals telling them, tell, uh, mothers calling into hospitals, asking them why did they give their child the vaccine without telling them. Now the child is suffering from myocarditis. Now the child is literally, has to be forced into the hospital, can't walk because their spinal cord is dysfunction. They can't breathe without anything, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to this clip right now. Dr. Fauci. We don't know whether the pandemic started in a lab in Wuhan or evolved naturally, but we should want to know. Three million people have died from this pandemic, and that should cause us to explore all possibilities. Instead, government authorities, self-interested in continuing gain-of-function research, say there's nothing to see here. Gain-of-function research, as you know, is juicing up naturally occurring animal viruses to infect humans. To arrive at the truth, the U.S. government should admit that the Wuhan Virology Institute was experimenting to enhance the coronavirus's ability to infect humans. Juicing up super viruses is not new. Scientists in the U.S. have long known how to mutate animal viruses to infect humans. For years, Dr. Ralph Barrick, a virologist in the U.S., has been collaborating with Dr. Shi Zengli, 
of the Wuhan Virology Institute, sharing his discoveries about how to create super viruses. This gain-of-function research has been funded by the NIH. The collaboration between the U.S. and the Wuhan Virology Institute continues. Doctors Barrick and Xi worked together to insert bat virus spike protein into the backbone of the deadly SARS virus and then used this man-made supervirus to infect human airway cells. Think about that for a moment. The SARS virus had a 15% mortality. We're fighting a pandemic that has about a 1% mortality. Can you imagine if a SARS virus that's been juiced up and had viral proteins added to it, to the spike protein, if that were released accidentally? Dr. Fauci, do you still support funding of the NIH funding of the lab in Wuhan? Senator Paul, with all due respect, you are entire, entirely and completely incorrect that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute Do they fund Dr. Barrick? We do not fund... Do you fund gain, Dr. Barrick's gain-of-function research? Dr. Barrick does not do gain-of-function research, and if it is, it's according to the guidelines, and it is being conducted in North Carolina. You don't think inserting a bat virus spike protein that he got from the Wuhan Institute into the SARS virus is gain of function? That is not a minority because at least. A bat virus spike protein that he got from the Wuhan Institute into the SARS virus is gain of function. That is not a minority because at least from the Cambridge Working Group saying that it is gain-of-function. Well, it is not. And if you look at the grant and you look at the progress reports, it is not gain-of-function, despite the fact that people tweet that. So do you still support it? sending money to the Wuhan Virology Institute? We do not send money now to the Wuhan Virology We did, under your tutelage. We were sending it through EcoHealth. It was a sub-agency right. and a sub-grant. Do you support the money from NIH that was going to the Wuhan Institute? Let me explain to you why that was done. The SARS-CoV-1 originated in bats in China. It would have been irresponsible of us if we did not investigate the bat viruses and the serology to see who might have been serology to see who might have been who might have been send it to the Chinese government that we may not be able to trust with this uh, knowledge and with this uh, incredibly dangerous viruses. Government scientists like yourself who favor gain-of-function research... I don't favor gain-of-function research in China. You are saying things that are not correct. ...function, such as yourself, say that COVID-19 mutations were read government that we may not be able to trust with this uh, knowledge and with this uh, incredibly dangerous viruses. Government scientists like yourself who favor gain-of-function research... I don't favor gain-of-function research in China. You are saying things that are not correct. Government defenders of gain-of-function, such as yourself, 
Say that COVID-19 mutations were random and not designed by man. But interestingly, the technique that Dr. forces mutations by serial passage through cell culture, that the mutations appear to be natural. In fact, Dr. Barrick named the technique the no technique because the mutations appear naturally. Nicholas Baker in the New York Magazine said, nobody would know if the virus had been la- fabricated in a laboratory or grown in nature. Government authorities in the U.S., including yourself, unequivocally deny that COVID-19 could have escaped a lab. But even Dr. Xi in Wuhan wasn't so sure. According to Nicholas Baker, Dr. Xi wondered, could this new virus have come from her own laboratory? She checked her records frantically and found no matches. That really took a load off my mind, she said. I had not slept for days. The director of the gain-of-function research in Wuhan couldn't sleep because she was terrified that it might be in her lab. Dr. Barrick, an advocate of -of gain-of-function research, admits the main problem that the Institute of Virology has is the outbreak occurred in close proximity. What are the odds? Barrick responded, could you rule out a laboratory escape? The answer in this case is probably not. Will you in front of this group categorically say that the COVID-19 could not have occurred through serial passage in a laboratory? I do not have any accounting of what the Chinese may have done, and I'm fully in favor of any further investigation of what went on in China. However, I will repeat again, the NIH and NIAID categorically has not funded gain-of-function research to be in the U.S. We have 11 labs doing it, and you have allowed it here. We have a committee to do it, but the committee has granted every exemption. You're, you're fully every exemption. You're... Here, you're allowing super viruses to be created with a 15% mortality. It's very dangerous, and it was a huge mistake to share this with China, and it's a huge mistake to allow this to continue in the United States, and we should be very careful to investigate where this virus came from. I fully agree that you should investigate where the virus came from, but again, we have not funded gain-of-function research on this virus in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, no matter you're how parsing many times words, you're parsing you say words, it, there it was research. Happen. There was research done with Dr. They have collaborated on gain-of-function research where they enhanced the SARS virus to infect human airways. Did it by merging a new spike protein on it. That is gain-of-function. That was joint research between the Wuhan Institute and Dr. Barrick, you can't deny it. Senator Paul, your time, time has expired. Dr. Fauci, I will let you respond to that. I apologize for the um, uh, little glitches in the video, ladies and gentlemen. Um, sometimes I got to backtrack a little bit. But the, the point the point in this being is, is all throughout the time of they're doing this whole, uh, you know, the virus is going to kill everyone, all the gaslighting, literally scaring the hell out of everyone, which psychologically brung a lot of the youth to end up killing themselves to turn to drugs alcohol you know alcohol went up triple fold like i said overdoses went up mindful and and suicides not not to mention all the crime rates and everything like that all the riots ladies and gentlemen those were all brought on by the democrat party unfortunately and i'm not saying that the neocon republicans were headstrong and were ahead instead of it too 
But I am saying is that more and more we see that we're getting lied to. More and more we see that that pandemic had nothing to do with the viruses. And now, ladies and gentlemen, now you know what they're you know what they're experimenting on now. Listen to this: the world's largest experiment simulating dead bodies in suitcases is underway. That's right. In recent weeks, an Aroterio New Zealand family who purchased abandoned goods from a storage locker made the airing discovery of two sets of human remains inside two suitcases. Now, forensics say, uh, forensics say um, this might make a better option, or this might make a better option for the next pandemic and to codify, I'm sorry, I'm trying to, the way this article is written, to codify and to minimize space of dead bodies during a pandemic, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. And that way they can study, they're saying, that way forensics and Scientologists can study the dead bodies and investigate similar cases of pandemics around the world from these dead bodies, ladies and gentlemen. The investigation of human remains in a suitcase can often represent a Pandora's box full of complicated problems. But with the help of a humble, caring, eating fly trapped within, we gain a treasure trove of vital information that can help us solve pandemic crisis and crimes. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the investigation of human remains. They're doing, they're literally having massive experiments on bodies dumped in suitcases because as Bill Gates has said, well, we need to prepare for the next pandemic to come. So it's all in the way, guys. It's it's all here. It's all here. And unless and, and, and honestly, the only way we can truly turn this around is if we go not we see it's it's not about going back to our roots, it's it's about having the common sense to realize that we need to gain back our independence. And the only way to gain back our independence is first through breaking through the chains of economic debt. In order, in order for us to at least gain some friction against the New World Order is to accomplish independence through debt and also immediately go after the educational systems and start to almost relive 1776 in education. Where we're re-educating our students and our and parents are re-educating the beauty of America and showing them the reality of what America has actually done for the world and what America and why America is worth saving and what the Constitution really, really is about. The trials and tribulations that America has actually been through, the greatness, the beauty of it. And we need to relive the soul of 1776 in education, ladies and gentlemen. And then we can go even further than that with re-guiding with re ourselves spiritually to get ourselves back away from this paganistic occult nature that they're trying to offer us, offer us. And we need to go towards something higher than these demigods that they're, uh, uh, that they're trying to offer us. We need to go something higher than the three, three dimension, the fourth dimension, the 11th dimension. We need to go something higher. Our Lord and creator, ladies and gentlemen, because that's the only thing that's going to save us all throughout this evil, evil time that we are going through in history. Where it's where hospitals can castrate your, your son or, or your son or daughter without your parents, parents permission where school libraries are completely complicit in allowing boys to get beat up by girls 
but the psychologically programming is a fat boy even dares hit a little girl well then oh my god first of all your boy's gonna be suspended ridicule for everything like that not to mention schools to uh, school teachers are trying to teach little children about gay sex and, and sexuality and acclimate them into having grown grown people think it's okay to have grown men and women have sex with younger younger generations and we're seeing that more we're seeing that more with with grown women grown women having sex with their students and then judges just being like ah well you know he's 15 14 that's all right but if it was a man oh lord but don't worry there's colleges and there's colleges there's professors that are getting caught more and more and more teachers going on tiktok and making tiktoks on how how they're teaching their kids to say gender neutral words and and be gender fluent in this new form of occultism and then more and more we're seeing the suicide rates go up and up and up and up and more the drug overdoses go up and up and up and up and up more the suicide and homicide rates go flying rocket crime is exploding because we're teaching the kids to focus on gender sexuality and race before they learn to love one another and that is a very big problem you cannot tell me that you are for real justice and you're for equality or equity if you're not teaching someone to love one another regardless of the color of race so while the democrats of america and the biden administration marginalize the conservatives, uh, the right-wing conservatives, the Christians and the gun owners here in America by giving speeches like this. Notwithstanding those folks you hear on the other side there, they're entitled to be outrageous. This is a democracy. But history and common sense. Good manners is nothing they've ever suffered from. And here, in my view, is what is true. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free election. And they're working right now as I speak in state after state give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies, empowering election deniers to undermine democracy itself. MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards, backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. But we're not stopping here. I'm determined to ban assault weapons in this country. Determined. I'm determined to ban assault weapons in this country. Determined. I did it once before, and I'll do it again.
For many of you home, I want to be clear. It's not about taking away anybody's guns and facts. That is double tongue. It's not about taking away anyone, any, uh, taking away anyone's guns. As a matter of fact, it's about taking everyone, uh, taking away everyone's guns. That's exactly what it's about. It's about marginalizing this group of Christians and gun owners and, and, and constitutionalists and, and sending them all off to these containment facilities that we built, that Barack Obama built, but uh, they got filled up by all the, all the uh, um, you know, the human trafficking, or I'm sorry, the, the migrants that are coming over here seeking um, asylum from the countries, from the same countries that we are bombing the living crap out of, from the same countries that we are literally putting dehydrational systems in to poison our water and then taking away their artificial fertilizer, burning their crops, and then calling it climate change, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we're doing. While we run experiments on simulating dead bodies in suitcases, Well, and then we turn around and give the American people two thousand dollars, and and give the banks and and all and all the other cronies billions and billions of dollars. Right after they profited billions and billions of dollars through the pandemic, and now it's come out that it's all a lie. Now it's come out that Russia and China are on some blockchain stuff. They're on some pay me. I'm winning anyway. Russia's economy is booming. All the sanctions that Biden put on had nothing to do with sanctioning Russia. They're all meant for the American people. They're all meant to starve us, dehydrate us, and kill us, ladies and gentlemen. And if you don't believe me, it's not just this, this massive experiment with dumping dead bodies in suitcases that's going on. It's also Google executive that threatened workers with layoff say saying there will be blood on the streets, ladies and gentlemen. This just came out yes uh, this just came out yesterday, middle of the night, ladies and gentlemen. This is um New York Post, uh, Washington Examiner, this is Benzinga, this is CNN mainstream articles I'm not, i don't need to lie about any of this yeah google executive threatens workers with layoffs says there will be blood on the streets senior executives in the google cloud sales department are telling their employees to sh shape up warning that layoffs may occur if results don't meet expectations according to business insider that's right you need to meet those expectations you know, besides Google, they, they support the LGBTQ movement. They support Black Lives Matter. They support the Democratic Green New Energy. But you better shape up and shit the fuck out. Oh, there's going to be blood on the streets, ladies and gentlemen. Google executives are threatening Americans with blood on the streets. That's right. The leadership team has told them there will be an overall examination of sales productivity and productivity in general. Now, per the report, the warning says, if third quarter results, results don't look up, there will be blood on the streets, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. If third quarter results, results don't look up, then there will be blood on the streets. This is according to a CNBC report. Google has launched an effort called Simplicity Sprint to drive efficiency and improve employee focus amid micro uncertainties. Recently, uh, Feech shared his plans about hiring and investing slowdown a hiring and an investment slowdown through 2023, asking employees to work with greater urgency and more hunger than show than shown on sunnier days. What what they mean by sunnier days is oh shown when you were getting locked down in your house. 
They mean on sunnier days before you are forced into acquiescing and wearing a mask and pretending that a piece of cloth is going to save you, save you from a microorganism virus that was created in a laboratory that was used by our own taxpayer funding. Bravo, bravo. Sunnier days, that's what they're referring to. That's all they're talking about, sunny days. They're, they're talking about sunny days. Your sunny days, our sunny days, you see, they're calling it sunny days so you don't remind yourself of everything that you went through the went through during the pandemic and everything that you're going through right now. Let's just tell them the people it's sunny days. But if you don't shape up and ship out, there's going to be blood in the streets. The Google executives have said, listen to this, CEO Mark Zuckerberg told employees in July that the company plans to reduce its hiring target for engineers from 10,000 to between 6,000 to 7,000 amid the market turned out. Huh. Now, so much for this chip reduction, uh, chip reduction act, right? That doesn't really make sense for some of the top Silicon Valley global tech companies to do a quick slowdown and start dropping stocks in America. What does that do for our economy? And then, and then we just covered yesterday that Nvidia and some of the top global CEO, CEO Silicon Valley companies are actually investing more in Shanghai and Beijing and China. I mean, I don't. What do I need to lie about? I don't make any of this shit up, dude. This is all being done by design. This is being done by design. This is the global reset. You will own nothing and you will be happy, ladies and gentlemen. And I can go even further than that. Don't, don't worry, guys. Don't worry. I can go even further than that. Okay. So this just came out yesterday too. Military warns EMP attack could wipe out America, democracy, and war order. Oh yeah. A sobering report, a report meant to educate the nation on the growing threat. A new military study warns that electromagnetic pulse weapon attacks such as those developed by China, Russia, North Korea, and Iran could essentially challenge the United States and displace millions, if not billions, of people. It gets even better, though. However, Israel already Israel has an EMP, an EMP weapon or or technology that they're in the midst of selling to, guess this, China or Russia. Some of their top, some of their top, you know, people on the market that's going to buy that EMP weapon. But anyways, it's not like it's going to matter. It's not like we have Silicon uh, Valley um, uh, top global tech companies that are making more buildings and uh, you know uh, building more buildings in um, uh, uh, you know China. It's not like they're dumping their stocks. It's not like most of our security systems that are in operation in our local police guess what they're all chinese algorithm systems they put trojan horses in the back of most of these systems so if they want to go click guess what your local police you're not going to get a hold of them and they've been doing tests too they have been doing tests cutting their phone lines there's been almost 25 reports of different police precincts all across america with mysterious energy shutdowns Phone, phone lines being cut, internet services being cut for a day, mysterious social security internet websites just boom like that. Multiple reports all across all across America. This this isn't a game, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to this. The report titled Electromagnetic Defense Task Force and the Product of Mostly Classified Summit of Officials from 40 Agencies just outside of Washington earlier this year is a forceful call for a new focus on preparing for an enemy uh, for an either for either an enemy EMP attack or a natural hit such as a solar storm. Yeah, it's going to be a natural hit. Now, 
Listen to this. 99 nuclear reactors would likely melt down with allow, without electricity to cool them. 4.1 million would be displaced from areas around the nuclear plants as the radioactive cloud would spread. Military and commercial jets, such as those built by Airbus, could be degraded. Alarmingly, aircraft designed to carry large numbers of people and sizable cargo are allowed to operate without certainty of their level of resilience. Bases would be cut off, marking and making defense and counterattacks impossible. Uh, I'm sorry, improbable. Uh, I'm sorry, not improbable or possible. Holy crap, I need to learn how to read. Possible and probable. Civil unrest would um, a civil unrest would start in hours. Power and GPS would go dark, and EMP would cause instantaneously and simultaneously loss of many technologies reliant on electrical power and computer circuit boards such as cell phones and GPS devices. Now, I want you to remember, most of our cell phones and GPS devices, including some of them, most of the ones in the military, were all bit by the were all built by the Chicoms or arms deals through through the country of Taiwan. And if you think that's a good thing, I'm going to repeat this, the same thing I repeated yesterday. They have never forgave us. They've been doing backdoor deals with North Korea and China for a very long time because that's what the WEIF, that's what the World Bank, and that's what the world, this great reset has been about. And our Homeland Security agencies and our federal agencies, they've known what's going on. But every single time when an agent busts something open, guess what? It's the same thing that happens in the Princess Diana murder. People just suddenly get killed. Same thing that happened in the John F. Kennedy assassination. People just suddenly get killed. Suddenly, same thing that happened in the um, in the uh, uh, Fred Hampton assassination. People just suddenly all get killed. And I can go on and on and on and on and on, ladies and gentlemen. But let me get back to this. Failure may include long-term loss of electrical power, sewage, fresh water, banking, landlines, cellular service, vehicles. 18 months or more required to replace key elements of the electrical grid that would be damaged or knocked out. So I want you guys to think about what California is doing. First, they ban, uh, they, uh, ban gas vehicles. Then they moved everyone to electrical grid. Those who cannot afford electrical vehicle, you're walking or on the same trains that are getting that have these gangs operating on them that rob people blind because they have no gun sign permits on those trains and stuff like that. And if a policeman walks onto the train and he realizes you have your gun, then you're going to prison. Either way, it's a double take. Either get robbed, killed, stabbed, raped, doesn't matter. It's not about a, a women empowerment. It's about slave training, ladies and gentlemen. So right after they did all this, they enacted water show they enacted uh they they enacted water cutoffs where if you to use too much water in california they come to your house forcibly and put a gauge on your water uh on your uh, water valve where they control how much water you use and then they turned around and started controlling and sent out messages all throughout last weekend informing the democratic states that we will control your air conditioning yes oh lord we will control it but don't worry, everyone that is talking about this reset and this new New World Order and how they're going to destroy America, oh, they're all conspiracy theorists. Everyone that questioned the election, they're extremists. Everyone that was talking about the virus being made in the Wuhan lab, they're definitely extremists. Everyone that was not agreeing with us, they're all terrorists and they're all extremists. But lo and behold, here we are in 2022, and every single thing they have said, they've warned us about, it's all a lie. It's all a lie. It's not a game, guys. 
It is not a game. It's not a game. Here's another one. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. China remains attractive for U.S. firms. 89% of firms say their operations in the nations are strong and profitable. China's attraction as a huge lucrative market for U.S. companies has remained unchanged this year. Despite the impact of COVID-19 or the global economy and disruptions to trade, analysts and government officials said on Tuesday... Um, a commenced spokesman person for the uh, PLA, Wang, has stated that even though the Biden administration has uh, invoked the Ch- Chip Reduction Act, it will not affect China's strong going businesses with America. How do you like them apples, ladies and gentlemen? I, you know, it's, 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 and this is an action, this is an article, this is a left driven article, okay? This is South China Morning Post for crying aloud. This is CNBC. They, they, they're the ones that's talking about this. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not making this shit up. They're, it's them. They're. They're like Biden. The Biden administration enacted the Chip Reduction Act, and here we're reading the Chinese are straight up admitting. Oh no, Washington D.C., Silicon Valley. They're in our pockets. They are growing in our country. It was a lie, ladies and gentlemen. So all those electrical cars that you're buying, watch how fast you can't get new batteries and new parts for them. Watch how fast that happens. And then, and get this, the Democrats are going to turn around and say, okay, we need to lock up all these crazy conservatives, all these crazy Republicans. We need to do something drastic. And it's going to be a a Japanese encampment like what happened uh, during uh, Roosevelt's time all over again. Oh, yeah, the report compiled by the Washington, D.C.-based organization in June interviewed 117 member companies on issues related to their business's outlook. Investment climate and market conditions in the nation. The study found that most respondents are not moving segments of their supply chains out of China. This speaks to the country's competitiveness in speed, quantity, and quality of cost of manufacturing, despite tariffs and other factors. Those tariffs are those sanctions that the Democrats agreed to put on. Those uh, uh, factors is that chip reduction act that the Biden administration just sold to the Democratic Party. They just sold to the American Party. This is what I'm telling you is reality. The Chinese government is making statements and they are, and even companies are making statements that we are investing in the Chinese PLA and we are dumping our stocks in America. And if the American people do not work and don't shape up and ship out, then there is going to be blood in the streets. This is coming from Google executives. This is coming from those, you know, same supporters of your LGBTQ group, you libtards. I'm not talking to my supporters now. See, this is the thing. A lot of my supporters, the people that have been listening on here from the get-go, they're already hit for this. We've been talking about this for a very long time. I was talking about the dissolution and the destruction of the European Union about five months ago. And you know how many people were making fun of me? Some of my own family members were making fun of me. Oh, well, let me show you how this is going to go. How about now? How about now? What part of what I was talking about with world military alliances was I lying about about four or five months ago? And I can post my Rumble, my Rumble videos of everything that I've said. I told you guys how this is going to work out. This is about the complete destruction of America by its own design, by their own people 
destroying their own people, ladies and gentlemen. This is the global reset. And we are in some serious, serious, serious crap, ladies and gentlemen. It's not, it's not a game. It's not a game. So, um, you know, I guess I'm going to cut this broadcast off. I once again thank every single one of you for joining me in this segment. I truly do appreciate everything that we've been through from Subliminal Message Studios, just being on Facebook, all the way into its audio podcast, all the way into the video podcast that we do now, all of the stories that we broke here in Omaha, Nebraska. You know, um, we're not looking for, you know, the pat on the back or anything like that, but we have broken a lot of stories here in Omaha, Nebraska. We have warned a lot of different people, high up people in Omaha, Nebraska, what to look out for and what gangs are coming into Omaha. And then lo and behold, here they show up and all this crime rate goes up. And you know what I mean? We're, we're just looking for a little, um, a little, you know, uh, uh, a little, um, uh, you know, significance. And so some of the things that we've done. So ladies and gentlemen, that being said, please support us on uh, Spotify. Follow all of our most updated information on Spotify and or Anchor, as well as Rumble. And um, please uh, go on Instagram and Twitter, follow on a, a follow Follow us on there as well. Once again, I truly do appreciate every single one of you. Thank you very, very much. This is Subliminal Message Studios. I'm your host, Benjamin Leonardo Jacobs. Thank you one more time, guys. And always remember, it's not your job to be nice to everyone, but it is your job to be kind to anyone you see. It's not your job to accept everything that is thrown in front of your face, but it is your job to tolerate some of the things that are in this world. So stay focused, stay strong, and always remember, carry a gun, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to need it.